Hello and welcome. Welcome. This is another episode with Nick Santino. Yeah, and we're doing it on the phone. Yes. <laughs> um, but we uh, this time we talk about Big Skies, his his album that uh, me and Garrett helped him record, and kind of talking about that. And it's it's a really awesome awesome record, and it was really good time to make. So yeah, um, that was that was a great great time in our lives yeah nick was out here or out in phoenix for like a month yeah working on it with us and it was it was just cool and got to experiment a lot and you kind of hear all about that in the yeah. next hour and, or so and then we end up talking about uh pioneer as well um and kind what's of what's new with that you know yeah we always talk about that record <laughs> <laughs> so uh cool we will get into it uh us and nick and tim talking about big skies and pioneer I'm glad that you like have a little place for me. It feels good. That now it's stuck. It feels good to know that you guys like like some of my music. No, I fucking. You know what I mean? I really love that song. I really. Like and that. I tell you something weird. I love one it. time. I'll be on. This, this is weird. I've had sex to that song because it was on a. Uh, <laughs> I had you had a pl- sex plot. Uh, no, I had a sex playlist. No, well, alright. I was. I, I can ruin his moment by saying what song came after. But anyways, I just had. Uh, we were on a trip. Which which oh. song came? After? I will tell and you. Did you need to hit record or? It's fine. I'll talk about it. We were having sex, and I had a, just music on my computer. And it was just on random shuffle, but I wasn't even trying to play that. It was, it was like I like I just had music on, whatever. I was listening to, I can't say like whatever Ryan Adams. <laughs> I was listening to, but I, now I can't listen to that. But <laughs> I was listening to Ryan Adams, <laughs> and then have a little faith. Have a faith came on. <laughs> Have a little faith in me came on, and I just like whatever, just run with this. And you started crying while you were having yeah. sex. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> what a weird song to like, like thrust to. I, no, I guess it's a well, good. Well, it was thrust it on. Dude, we're having a hey, moment. wait, wait, we're think having about it. A very I think it's a similar temple as like, let's we're go. We're having a romantic, on. romantic, I emotional, intense experience. Yeah. And then. As sex should. Okay, be. now I'm gonna ruin it, and like. It was a My Chemical Romance song came on <laughs> from hold on from that one record where they were like dressed up in the different colors, uh, <laughs> but like a deep cut or something. Yeah. Imagine if it was I'm not okay and you just have to start going like really fast. <laughs> but I didn't stop it. I didn't stop it for like ten more songs. And then wait, and then the whole fucking record? Yeah, oh no. god, listen to the whole Black Parade album. Twice, three times. Yeah. I was in the Black Parade three times, and then so many people have done. After that. I had to address no, the, Nick, the Nick Santino song that came up, but she's like, I didn't even realize that was Nick. That was a beautiful song. Oh, that's a oh, you know what I'm even talking so, about. Yeah. Talking, so now it's just permanently like on our people? sex playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kicks it off. Jeff Buckley, yeah. Hallelujah, and then Nick very Santino. similar vibes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right but what what I find <laughs> interesting too, and this is a new um, thing because I played this show last night. And I guess just since from I've been practicing the set at home, is a lot of those old tunes that I play, I feel like have new meaning for me now. Like have a little faith in me. Um, I feel like I wrote that song meaning one thing, and now that I play it, like where I'm at now, it's a completely different song. Like I, I, I the lyrics mean something different. You know what I mean? Awesome. Can't it's, say I miss you now is the same thing where I wrote that as a bitter asshole like, fuck you kind of song, and now we look at it as like an optimistic like. That was a cool time, but you know, see you later. Like, glad you're doing well. I'm doing well. Like, yeah. that's all we need. That's, you know, that's, that's how I look at it now. Why I got emotional last night because I knew where your headspace was at yeah. when that album was made. Because right. we talked for hours and yeah, hours and yeah, hours for sure. And listening you play it, I was like, that's why I got like emotional. I was like, yeah, because like he's I said in a to, different headspace. I said it to Tim too when you first you first asked me to start doing some solos, like to some shows again, and I said. I might did I say to you where I was saying like I don't want to play a lot of it's not that I don't like I love everything that I did like that Savannah EP I did too I feel like is a really pretty album like with with the songs I feel like are some of my favorite very ballady singer songwriter songs but a lot of them are so like that was the first time I, that I wrote songs that actually meant something not saying that rocket songs didn't mean something but 
when you write with other people, it's hard to convey one your emotion, what you're feeling, unless you're so vulnerable where you're gonna tell the person you're writing, like this is what I got, this exactly. is what I went through. Yeah. Let's write this song. That's why you have to write them by yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you have to get into that headspace as a songwriter and just write from the heart. You know what I mean? So like, look when he's asking me to play some shows now, I was like. I'm down, but I don't really want to play a lot of songs that I'm sure people want to hear because, like, I don't really want to go there. You know, I don't want to put my head in that, in those songs again. Like, because, like, that was the first time that I wrote songs that meant shit to me, you know, like, that yeah. that hurt to write, but I had to write, you know, and, like, it was, like, very therapeutic, and now I hear them, and I'm like, oh, shit, but now playing through some of them, like, last night, like I said, they're taking a different like life you know they, they're different songs to me now they're different lyrics like well, I look at it like. almost in like an optimistic way <clears throat> rather than being an angry song you know what I mean now that's I'm what like, it felt like and yeah that's why I, yeah, I was saying I'm glad I, that like, you I felt that I felt it I was like because I like I said I knew where you were at yeah and just to see you like smiling singing instead of being yeah. like kind of like bummed out focusing on the song I was just like just oh, getting fuck. the camera my like, way through it you're you're so far past that, and this now means something. I felt, and that's funny that yeah. you say that because I'm. It's what was? I'm uh, sure if you coming ask, off of I'm you. Sure if you talk to John too, because I know John's songs are all very from the heart. Like uh, not John's songs, your songs, but I know that John writes lyrics and stuff. But I'm sure he feels the same way about certain songs he wrote when he was 25 that he played. You guys play now. Mm-hmm. He probably goes like, I don't have those feelings that I did when I wrote this song, but I have these feelings now. And now this song means this to me. You yep. know what I mean? That's the beauty of music. Would it so, feel like the first time that like those songs that had a different feeling behind them, like once they took like a new shape, like what was they the felt energy? like new like, songs? Like, like like did it hit you instantly, or was it like playing through um, it? You started to grow, or was it like an instant thing that just it took was. Place? As I was, it was more so when I was practicing them because I was doing them on repeat. Where the when I would run through them the first few months, it was just running through the songs. You know, it was then when I got comfortable with running through the songs to the point where I didn't have to really like think about the chords. Like I knew what I was doing. That's when I just started. Now I need to remember the lyrics because I would hammer my way just to learn the songs on piano, and I would like forget lyrics and be like, yeah, whatever. I'll figure them out. Like I get the melody. I'll figure out the lyrics after I'm practicing piano right now. And then when it came time to like remember the lyrics and I would have to actually Google lyrics because like it's, I've I've always had a bad memory with my own lyrics and I feel like that's been like an ongoing joke with fans of mine. Like you remember the lyrics tonight. You didn't mess up tonight. I'm always fucking, (laughs) but, but, um, when I first started really like practicing the songs and really learning the lyrics and making sure I remembered them, I think that's when I started going like, these are, these feel like different lyrics. Like I feel like I wrote these meaning one thing and now they're a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But that's the thing, like it Joel. That's a, well, that's a fan perspective. Like you became a fan. Okay, of your I own became music, a fan so like, of my own music. But you guys write your own songs. Have a little faith in me. Gave me the same feeling that it probably gave you. Like gives totally. you when I sat, not when I not when I, when sat, I but just the yeah, feeling of the song that, that's outside of that feeling. moment. But. but when I first sat down and started hammering it out on piano and adding more soul, it, like it wasn't like I was adding the soul. It was just like. That's Coming how I'm playing it now, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, that's when I started appreciating it from like a fan point of view where I was like, I love the song. Well, you think know? about it, it's such an interesting concept that like, you guys write these words, but, and they're meant for yourself, and then you release them to the world, and, and now, now I'm seeing they take how, this whole new, whole new form it. for a fan to like, grow this like deep, deep attachment to their own stories yeah. and their own memories, their own visual visualizations of times in their life that are affected by those lyrics yeah. like it's such a powerful powerful thing I, I mean that's kind of how I felt last night playing playing the album that's how I felt when I watched you guys play that album yeah like Pioneer like when we when we played it in full at the first uh, anyone 23 fest like the pre-party I didn't feel like that like I just felt like uh, like we're just playing songs here's a handful like I didn't it, do you think well, so I much of that I was thinking about is be, uh, like earlier in the day because of the pressure of what we were about to do for the first time like the festival being what it was it was like so much other things in the air like this was like hey we're specifically coming to do this and then play another show and there wasn't so much pressure on it like you know what I mean like there wasn't all this outside it was all this outside stuff yeah I I, 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 I just had like such a good time playing it it was amazing what was the energy that you felt from the crowd in that record oh it was awesome what was the feeling why you think that way no for for myself I felt like it was like 
Oh, like this is like such a cool record. Like yeah. this yeah. is like it's it is like a cool there's record. like so like all these parts and like you appreciate it like from the fans. I perspective. like felt yeah. like I was in the Rolling Stones or something. Like I I I I I, I, I felt like like what it like what I envisioned being in that kind of a band. Yeah. Like because like the album was recorded in that way and it's yeah. like. Not just like pop songs. No, you're like, like damn, these like, are these good songs. Like, you're playing like, through them. You're like, songs. fuck yeah, this wasn't just me yeah. playing the song. Like this song fucking rules. You yeah, know? No, I, when you were, I felt because I always playing always, those it, when the record came out. It wasn't that. It was no. these are great new songs. Here you go. Here's yeah. some new songs. Now Which is like, is that a weird attachment to like an artist perspective of every record though? What do you mean? Like you make a record, you spend so much time in the studio. Yeah. Now you have to go on the road, and you slowly are integrating these new songs to a point where. You're not only playing them live, but you're focusing on like pushing specific words online, like saying like "None Without You" is coming out, "Have a Little Faith in Me" is coming yeah. out, "Dakota's coming out." Like you're pushing it externally online, where when you're not even playing, that it changes your relationship with it when you are playing it live. Um, I mean, yeah, you're like like when you put out a new record, you're like seeing like are people and yeah are like people liking this you yeah. know like like you're like 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 when you're playing a new song like you're you're you're, you're thinking about that a little yeah, bit like totally. like are people in you know in, yeah in, are they liking it as much as when they play our old songs yeah well, it's, it, it, it's a really it's a really <laughs> crazy thing it's like night. thinking about like the new album having that feeling of just like where are we at and then like it's like oh that one's doing really well and like okay yeah. that one uh this one is okay whatever but like now playing Lovely Lonely, like, it feels like every song's, like, super important. Yeah. But then, like, it's, it, it, it but, then, but I'm saying, uh, uh, but it's like what people I have doing a point with... back, sorry, sorry, uh, just going back to, like, American Candy, where it was, like, English Girls was the song that, like, got us Great song. back to where we were. Yeah. Like, but it we really don't play did. that song anymore because they're really, like, there's no real... Feeling to it, like yeah. getting like thrown when back on the live. You know what I'm saying? Playing like, live, like, doesn't. It's like, it's like we play "Am I Pretty" like, or "Diet Soda," and these mm. things are like way more impactful. Totally. So it's like it's funny to see like something that, like kind of rebooted your career. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And then like, see, what was the concept of that song? Is really what it was. It was like this precursor to. It was the first song released and the precursor to what that album was. Yeah. You know, which was, like, the engaging aspect of it. Yeah. But I think it goes back to, like, what we get so caught up in is, like, the statistics of songs and, like, how many likes, like, fans have to deal with on a social level of how many likes you're getting or, like, what's, like, you're getting so lost in, like, the, uh, being able to look at the online feedback versus being able to feel the energy. And I think it's really, like, beautiful when you guys can, like, go experience shows where it's, like, wow, this feedback is not just a button on a on a phone yeah, or a yeah. computer but it's like the actual feeling of the crowd uh, yeah which they, changes your relationship with the song yeah, it does completely like, like playing songs last night like while listening to rock and roll like while we were playing that I'm just like oh, identify so there's the, I mean it's one of your most nostalgic yeah. most like it's mature like, songs time you've ever playing those yeah. songs yeah. so now you're just Fucking it's time. a very nostalgic time yeah. that song time I'm sorry to take over his whole thing, but like, yeah, that song is like, not, like we we would play it at any point. We tried to play it once. It was just like, okay, shunned. And like, we tried to play it again. Blech. And like last night, it was like, I enjoyed, like every part of last night, Sometimes, I had yeah. such a fucking great Sometimes time. Sometimes I think things just take a little bit of time for them to, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes you need to take a little bit of time. <laughs> no, but uh, I was thinking of stage, I was like, man, like, we gotta do like more shows, like when it's the ten year anniversary of P- P- Pioneer or whatever. It's like, like we we gotta play some shows playing playing the record because it like yeah. that record has it's such how great it was. Right. Such that was a huge shift a meaningful in thing that it 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 feels like an important like thing to acknowledge. Yeah. With, I think we, we're we, like with 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 black and white. Like I don't feel the urge that we that the world is begging for us to play that right you know where like people you know there's gonna be people listening like i fucking love that album and i i you know think it's awesome too but it's like there's certain records that have like a yeah especially you being the musicians that created that album you have different feelings for each album because they were different places and which one did you guys record in the 
in tech in a desert. That was a pioneer. That was a pioneer. But I think that, that, that's, that's the whole there, point. Like, like the, that's why I think me, I think Pat and I maybe have like, maybe everybody, but we have like a different association with that record of like the separation because I, of, I think we had like bigger responsibilities of like taking over what we were going to do that I think we like to like attribute the like change in our career of like 81, 23 officially being like turned into what it was and us running our own business and all this stuff but like which is all beautiful and amazing and I think does have a lot of weight in that moment of the yeah, shift yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's also like the record itself it's just really just musically mm-hmm. like yeah, maybe it wouldn't have had the exact same impact if we didn't run the release the way we did and, like, shift our career. Oh, but I think musically, not. it would have had still a very large impact. And on fans, you know? Yeah. And I think the same thing with, like, Forever Halloween. It takes time. It took time for people to adapt to. And, like, re- records just take a moment to sit with for it's some people. Line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. It really is. It really so is. back to you three yeah. I mean, and your oh, big yeah. skies record. That was a yeah. fucking fun See, time. Like, do you feel like now, like, like when you're playing songs, is Big Skies that record for, for you? That feel like like I I listen to Big Skies, and like what we were talking about, like we were just fucking literally just hitting stuff and recording it or running stuff through pedal. It was like such a fun. It was a different way of recording you know than what i was used to at the time like the last record before big skies we were in nashville recording a quarter of a million dollar record in a huge studio that reba mcintyre owned and with carrie underwood's producer and having every best player in nashville we could get on this album and having the label cover it all you know what i mean like i was pampered and used to that and then we went into a back room of a house you guys had. You With know, no AC. There was barely AC. It was no an AC. office. Every call was a fucking house. It was an office, was guys. A, <laughs> With no AC. But it we, was also haunted. Well, no AC have, because the... But you, you could we, record. We way. played the AC. We would scratch the front and use it as percussion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what was so unique about that album is like, people don't realize that. It's like, uh, what was it? Um, ding, ding, ding. Why am I blanking on my yeah. own song? Uh, but we recorded the Grammy a, one. We recorded yeah. a chair yeah. instead of yeah. drums. Yeah. We, were, we put a piece of we were all on a fucking Fleetwood Mac. At I that hate point. to yeah. sidestep, but I have to cut everybody off. Why? Because I just figured out a pretty interesting correlation. For what? <laughs> all right. So they recorded "Stay Up, Get Down" just with some guys, right? Yeah. Really cheap demos. You you recorded yeah. your own songs. And then they recorded their first EP, The Way We Talk, with Matt Grabe. Yeah. Then you recorded your first EP with Matt Grabe. Yeah. And then they recorded Can't Stop, Won't Stop. And then... With Matt Squire. With Matt Squire. And you recorded... With Squire. With Squire, your first album. And then you made your black and white album, which was Wild and Free. And they made, obviously, their black and white album. And then your first record back was your pioneer record, just like their pioneer yeah. record. Yeah, <laughs> I we've always that had similarities. I've always fucking <laughs> crazy. If you think about that way, this yeah. DIY record is a bunch of friends getting together to like, because Colby at the time making pioneer wasn't like a full time engineer. Yeah. Like right. I, I I managed Colby trying to fu- figure him out yeah. online and all this stuff. Yeah, and they made a record. Same thing. Like you yeah. just had well, a bunch of friends making a record. Like you get so. Far from where it began, that you run back home. That then you you just want to do whatever to like. Yeah, I know. To to have, to just have fun making an album again. You know, like yeah, that was a like we literally played the air conditioner. You know what I mean? Like we would just do everything. Is that kind of weird though? What the pattern weird. of like the balance of that, like, it's identical. That's why yeah. we. That's why we're here. That's why we're. That's why in we're. This room? That's why we're in yeah. this room. That's why we're still yeah. so fucking close totally. as yeah. people and friends. And it's like we never like you just realize that now. That was never an intentional thing. Like let's copy never. the man. You know what I mean? Let's make sure we walk in the same footsteps. No, but it wasn't. Like, it wasn't copying. It was no. Just, it was just. We've all kind of went through the same thing. What happened? Yeah. Well, because you guys are you guys are always like bouncing off and learning from each other, even if you guys weren't like, yeah. actually having. I've a always dialogue. kept up with your career. You know what yeah, I mean? Like same, even when we didn't talk yeah. for a few years, like I always kept up with what you guys were doing. Main put it on new record today. Main put it on new single because that you guys are my. Well, you're my family. We were never not. 
club. Like no, we, no, no, no. Yeah. That was there was never any drama at all. This we're yeah. talking about the years when we stopped working yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. and it was yeah. just like we wanted all this. We we spent all this time trying to want to go a different direction than when Tim was taking us. So now is the time where we split up and. You know, we do what we wanted, and Tim's taking the main to what they want to do. So there was those two years or three years yeah, that yeah. We, we didn't talk as much as we used to. You know what I mean? But I'm saying once it, once the eighty one twenty three tour is over and Rocket was back doing the tour with the main. Yeah. Once that once Rocket ended, obviously I we said like the, we did the acoustic tour. Yeah. And you were on that, and we had yeah. us yeah. three had almost every night in the back of the van. We had weird talks about life. Was that yeah. was that before the the. You did anything solo? No, um, he, no he, 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 he recorded some stuff on his own. Yeah, yeah. he done the EP. Yeah. But, but it would just Savannah, be us Savannah, first. It was, uh, Savannah came out after Big Skies. Yeah, did. Uh, yeah. Before Big Skies were the two EPs, like Going Home and then the, pe- the yep. ones you meet along the yep. way. Yep. They were yeah. just like the same thing. Uh, went back to my roots of early Rocket, where Recording I recorded in my bedroom and then just like bounced it and saved it and went on to the next song yeah. and then those songs got put and not just right, up, right away and uploaded to iTunes, yeah. but pretty much when I finished recording them, Threw them on TuneCore and tossed them on iTunes, and, you know. But we'd have these, we'd, we'd have these fucking three-hour, I mean, whatever yeah, the, the drive was. Yeah, the back Chris Miller driving, right? Wasn't yeah. it? You guys at the time? And then at that time, we got we got the office and we started building out the studio. And then yeah. I was like, Nick would record a record with the yeah. main or with Pat. And then obviously the three, what's the three great is you were figuring it out. Three of you well, guys, yeah. you know. Yeah. Three of you guys got together and spent a whole month together. Well, and I yeah, kind of just, yeah. I mean, it was them too, and I was like, oh, I want to like capture this, so I was like filming everything. Yeah, and then you just helped. And then <laughs> it was like, like whenever I was around, do you have that I, footage? Yeah, there's yeah. a whole documentary on YouTube. Yeah, put that we're oh, in the backyard. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then I, I went to Boston and I stayed with him. Yeah, for a yeah, I remember that. And. But I was just like, I wanted, like, this seemed like, a, in my head, I was like, this is such a really oh yeah, interesting part in Nick's life. Yeah. Like, I want to capture it, so I started filming everything, and then you were staying at my house, so then we'd start talking about songs and stuff, and then yeah. I'd, like, you were like, hey, send me some ideas for, like, what's the cool stuff, and so I sent you, like, Paul McCartney's oh, yeah, Ram, Ram, and, I was and getting, Tusk yeah. from Fleetwood Mac, and, like, so there's all these things I was sending you, and yeah. like, you're like, dude, I got this, like, Ram idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I had a song idea, and it just so happened to work, like, an idea. That, yeah. And then that's the song that we, gone, like, yesterday. You have the coolest bass line on that whole, it was like this walking bass line that, like, well, you never like, play in a main song. Like, you were like, you were like, go ram, and I was like, okay, yeah, oh, I've never really like, done this before. It was just a walking bass line, and then we <laughs> I was had, like, okay, I'm gonna go high. We were playing a, a chair, we put, like, yeah. you know what I mean, with uh, some brushes. Uh, and, uh, uh, we were playing a, a trash can. A trash can, yeah. yeah. But you know what's so fun about that, all of that, is, like, that heavy AC, like every, we were going everyone was, like, so out of their comfort zone, like, playing-wise, yeah. yeah. that, like, in, like, you engineering and producing everything, like, yes. everyone's, like... Trying to pull their own weight, yeah, you know what I mean, right. like full on, like just right. be like, okay, I need to like, because you know, not show off, but like, I want to bring something to this. The that's best, like the best cool. part too is that record has drums on pretty much just about every song, which was played by you, and then I didn't really like, I wasn't manning the battle station, so you would like hit record and run in the other room, and then you'd fucking start <laughs> going hammering around, and all I would know how to do was press stop, and mm-hmm. I'm like, good take, Pat, come on in. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, it was a lot of just like, there was no specific it was role. Cool. It's like it was like, every song sounds totally different because we, yeah. we, we, we weren't thinking about it like making a record. It was yeah, like yeah. Every day was a, a fresh right. start. Right, and what's great is yeah. all those songs were acoustic demos or, yeah. you know, piano yeah. demos. And like, we brought them to life in the studio. But not even, a lot of songs, the record, it wasn't going to be a record. It was going to be like records, five or six songs. Yeah, we were just going to do it. And then there was like 10. And, yeah. and then we did that did song with John, one in the bathroom and then Long Way Home with Dude, John. Dude, I have the best video of that. I know it's on the doc, in like the little doc we were that we Long did. Way Home I got to watch that again. I can John and I, I wrote, wrote, I wrote it in a while. John and I wrote Long Way Home very fast. Like, it, we just re- started recording it instantly. Like, well, in the studio. And we all played on that. Yeah. 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 John played the uh, the roads on that. Yeah. The roads on that is John. So what, what was that experience like for you, Pat? Like going into that role of like having to record somebody like in official sense for the first time. For the first time. It was when awesome. you just I got mean, here. Well, that was like I was very in the mindset of Forever Halloween, where it was like so they, the best time for you to go into. Yeah, it it, like it was yeah. like things don't have to be perfect, like. Mm-hmm. It was like 
Brendan Benson kind of, you know, it was like I had like like soaked up so much of that, and there was like such like a romantic idea of like of that, you know, which like I think on Pioneer and 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 Forever Halloween was like we were like kind of like living that mm-hmm. kind of romantic idea of like being an artist, you know, yeah. Yeah. of like, um, and I, I, I feel like it was like that I, I was, I was like trying to kind of like channel that, you know, and on, on, on your, 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 on your, your record. But then also like, you know, yeah, I guess it was like really not thinking about like is this something that so, like the fans would really would like would like it was like just about like yeah just, like does this make us my feel sound cool. at the time too this is my you know, first like, like real solo album and i was just like i don't you know i want to make what i want to make but like what what i think is kind of cool and it's the way that i back to real quick how i write now with like i have a piano and a typewriter and i know that sounds very hipster but like <laughs> i sit there and i'll just write the song and then the typewriter sort of slows you down writing lyrics so you kind of think about what you're typing and you have to type like a grandmother with your pointer fingers and I don't pay attention to write I used to write songs in my computer I'd open up mm-hmm. logic or whatever and I'd write the song in there and you get so distracted by all the elements of making a demo and you end up with like either not even finishing the idea because you get so distracted or not really having that great of a song because you were too busy looking for the right fake drum sound for your demo you know where now I'm kind of going into it with like, I'm writing these songs to the point where I can just remember them in my head where I don't even need to read lyrics. And that's what I want to, so going into whatever, if I, when I release more stuff or record more stuff, I want to go into it with the same approach like we did with Big Skies where I brought in these demos that I didn't think about where they were going to be because I wanted everybody's like ears on it. You know what I mean? And like with these new songs that I'm writing, like I want to do that same thing, bring them into the studio as a raw thing mm-hmm. and then like, hammer like maybe if we can all jam together if you guys are down like just yeah. you know and make them like a thing and that's kind of what we were doing with with the yeah. limited space we have like we yeah. couldn't sit there and jam because like, like, so the whole studio setup was just a like we recorded a song in the bathroom well, I'm saying, we had so we the office at the time that that 8123 was was a house old yeah. vintage 1920s house that was an office that we converted was just set up like a bedroom but yeah, wood floors and whatever, and then it the back room was, was cool the back studio. room was a laundry room that we converted yeah. into a studio. Yeah, no, we we hung we hung uh, blankets over the hot water heater, so mm-hmm. it didn't you couldn't see it, so yeah, it didn't so feel, it didn't feel like, like you're in a storage yeah, closet, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Laundry room and like so there'd be pipe <laughs> like holes, cool, there'd be holes, cool holes for pipes, yeah. and we'd put like we didn't have a window like, in there, right? So we didn't soundproofing over it, so it looked like it was like. Legit, like, yeah, it was like hey, oh, hide all the things that make it not feel like a studio, so you feel like you're hey, in a studio. Hey, but guess what? It ended up sounding like a studio. <laughs> yeah. well, you know what it's I mean? Great. Like, what does it matter? But, so it I, awesome. I remember one time, you called me up, you were, like, maybe two weeks in, and you were pretty stressed out. And you were, like, calling me, like, I'm driving, Nick, I'm spending gas money, I'm doing all this stuff, and you kind of felt like at a low during halfway through it, of, like, I'm doing all this work, I don't know what I'm getting out of this, I'm do- I don't know what's happening... And you were kind of like stressed out for a little, uh, for like a whatever, a phone call that you had with me. He's producer guy. <laughs> well, I know, but it's like it was like a moment where it's yeah. like, yeah, he did an entire record. That's for what I'm free, saying. Like you free, took on a job. You. Like that yeah. was like you essentially taking so, like, on a job. Going from that like low state, I guess you can even describe that, but like how you feel about being on the producer record like that. Like how does that feel for you? Yeah, I mean, it. Was that your first? production like credit like, oh yeah and, well, and yeah. like to like i mean that's obviously the only time that any, you know any of us working with anybody else has done like an album yeah, yeah. like a full-on mm-hmm. like yeah album um you know i think it was just you know what's hard is like you know we're gone so much we're doing so much s- stuff with the band so then it's like a month that we have at home is like yeah <laughs> very rare yeah and you spent like, it with me in and a, like in that so I, I, I think like that's probably you know where a lot of like yeah. whatever like which is understandable you know for sure. getting over overwhelmed but but then like you go go back in the next day and we make a really cool song I feel like we never really hit too many like roadblocks when no. we were doing that because once we did we would move switch gears and but no there was a time where he was like really stressed like yeah, you, yeah. Me, you were freaking out for yeah. a second 
But like that. You didn't even know about this. No, that's yeah. why I didn't. Know. I yeah. think you started staying at my house after that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you Where stayed was that before. You. No, I you're, think. You were staying there the whole time because I, I I was still living at home. Yeah, so. you were still at home, so. Yeah. Uh, I was um, with you. Yeah, no, I, but I had just moved into my house. Yeah. yeah. Like I literally signed yeah. the stuff. Two days before, and then yeah. moved to my house, and then yeah. you came out. Yeah, came <laughs> I think out. no, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think, I think that's that's all, all. All it was was like, you know, it was like feeling like, yeah, like I am, like I'm putting in like a bunch of work to make Nick's record yeah. for him. Well, this is time that. Could have had a long. Could've, I, yeah. I could have either been alone or could have done more for our band or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, like I said, I, 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 I think it's just like then you go in two days l- later and we like work on a, a really cool song, and you're like, or, oh, or yeah, like okay. you, or like you, 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 you listen back and you're like, oh, like that's that's the reward is like how great it feels, yeah. Which is like kind of what like during that time period like I was saying like the pioneer for for Halloween that that record like it was very much so like all of the reward came from how it felt being in the room Mm -hmm. you know like it like it was like kind of regardless of like how the music turned out it was like it felt like it was like that's what you needed to like feel like you were really in a band you know yeah. keep um, existing yeah um and that was how do you feel about like have you listened to that record back like just as a fan yeah i listened recently to it. i did recently probably and I was, like a, cu- a couple months ago that's cool because it's yeah. all over it's all over the place and it's just you, you know what like, but it sounds you know what's so crazy like, i have it's like with things that are really important to you like there's like a certain at least for me it's like there's a certain um like vision you have of nostalgia yeah. uh-huh. that like um if you pass by this this zone that thing pops in your head mm-hmm. and going from 7th Avenue to my house uh, whatever uh what's your address <laughs> <laughs> going going under the bridge i feel that you oh dude would you are you going like from light to dark for a second and then back at like under a bridge like no, that just, just... cuz i get those same kind of feelings if i'll go like under a specific like through a little tunnel in boston all of a sudden i feel like it's like i went back in time for a second to like another time that i went through that tunnel is that kind of what you're saying like yeah, that one drive it's remember... just like this thing cuz that soundtrack that... to that drive yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or that or like that would be the route i could take home yeah and it'd be like and it just have this feeling mm-hmm. and like hearing some of those songs just like of instantly there, and, and it was funny because the last time I listened to it, yeah, one of the songs came up on like a playlist or something. Like as that happened, I was like, "That's really weird." That's some timing. That's yeah. some uh, yeah. I spooky stuff. Felt like when I like when I listened to it back, I I felt like oh wow, like I was kind of I'm like surprised that we were able to make it sound as yeah. yeah. Isn't that how it always is though? Like and like you know what I mean? Like thinking about it now again, I'm like. Oh man, if I could I do that now or whatever. It's like it's like off like yeah, yeah, you could, but it's just like in ten until you go you go and do it, you know, I don't when I was listening back I was like, Oh like I mean it's a big it, I, we, I we did good. Like, well to we be honest with you, there's been really many times good. like when we were like marketing the record, I forgot about who recorded it. I forgot yeah, about for how sure. you guys made the record collectively with you know between the three of you guys, I forgot about it. Yeah, the way that we made I it really forgot way that about it came it. out like yeah. it was very not surprising, who, who, who but we're like, mixing oh, that shit. record? Alex. Alex did, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. 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 He did a good job. And he nailed it because they I there was very little like edits, I feel like he just kinda No, it felt really felt really, really good. It was like when he was beginning. It felt true to what it, yeah, um, to what it was. Yeah, because we we didn't want it to be over, like polished yeah. in the mixing and mastering stage. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got to want that record on vinyl. It ha- it has. I would love to. It has like yeah, um, awesome. nothing's too harsh. We'll nothing's be too like. that record on vinyl. If yeah. I work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what people ask? Promotion. Me? <laughs> I mean, we had to 
We can't do bone because bones. Is a that an ad? I was gonna bones say like the color of the uh, the. Uh, I was gonna say like a baby, like a sky blue sort of like Ooh. like a like a thing. Blue like with a, uh, white swirls throughout it. Yeah, like a swirl, tan blue <laughs> swirl. You know, talking about, uh, talking vinyl colors. No, but right? I think like I, I was like thinking about that like even before we had this conversation it was like you guys all doing this together it was like kind of like what 8123 like was meant to kind of be in a way totally yeah and i think like the community and the element of it where like creativity was like more important than anything else like more than radio success or giant tours or whatever it was about like the community coming together like yeah. people like fans could feel the energy behind that specific those specific records which I think is so fucking important, you know? Yeah. And I think people can actually feel your guys' like touch on all that, which I think is like really beautiful in a way. Yeah, it's re- it's way more personal that way too, you know, you're not playing the whole big song and dance thing like we were saying, like the radio stuff like that. Like all that doesn't matter when this is as cool as it is, you know what I mean? Like totally. it, that shit doesn't matter when you have people that really love what you do and like that's all that fucking matters, you know? It doesn't matter if you're playing Madison Square Garden. Like, you could play Webster Hall the rest of your life with the most loyal fan base and yeah. be satisfied with it. Yeah, be- back to, like, the original topic of us saying, like, what, why we stopped, like, working together and stuff. I think, like, it, I think there's a, maybe a downside to certain elements of it as far as, yeah. like, becoming arena success-level artists, but I think I've been so, like, ingrained with the idea of, like, the idea of building a culture and a community that is so like intense and and beautiful and like really focusing on fans first more than anything else yeah. which i nobody, always felt like a really huge yeah. i always felt like a huge disconnect when we went through like moments with the main or even when we, with you guys when we were, with the rocket stuff when we were doing things where it was like more like outside focus of like all right we need to get these six guys in a room at a radio station to be excited about us versus like the millions of people that will listen to a band you know yeah. i'd rather care about those millions of people like let's put more attention yeah, because on the them. way that they feel about this art that you create is far more important than a couple plays on some radio station totally. you know well, and they like, and those people... a girl told me tonight in the meet and greet that i there, there was a girl there that told me that i i saved her life and joel even was like holy shit like she walked away and i, and I was like that's like heavy like she was told yeah. me about her mom died like years, a few years ago, in that her listening to my music like helped her through that. And she was like, mm-hmm. "You were there when my mom wasn't," and I was like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me?" You know, it's, and it's like, yeah. so me and Joel were actually kind of talking about that. Just a sidestep for a sec, like the people. I feel like music is something, and just not just music, but being creative, creating any form of art. You know what I mean? It's very therapeutic for not only the songwriter, like, but for the person listening to it, or the artist painting a picture because they were in a bad mood and that's what they go to to get out of their bad mood. And it's like, where we are in the world in 2019, we need more, I think, to create more love, we need more art. And I think people need to be more creative. And I think people need to... But can you feel the energy of... Can you feel feel the energy around the song that was meant... Like, you've been in those co-writing sessions where you feel like this is meant meant to be a successful song versus, like... This is meant to be a song that like, you're going to touches me you're, so much. You're trying to write hits. You go yeah. to those Nashville sessions. So like, when you write, when you write hit, that you know? song by yourself on a piano that touches you so much that like you just know it's going to touch somebody else. You somebody else. Even if it's, it's one person or one yeah. million people or a billion people, it like doesn't matter. It's about the idea that like it feels so good to you that it feels like it's going and to touch them. But isn't that why and we do it? It's isn't, exactly isn't like that. Isn't that the feeling you're That's always trying I, to That's when reach. I write, I don't just write yeah. for myself. Like I do, I write songs about personal things, but I like that same thing is like, I also have that in the back of my mind that I need some, somebody else is going to listen to this and maybe they went through the same thing and like, if 100%, yeah. It's, Which is why there's why a bad taste sure. in the mouth of with you guys with all those like, when you guys were kind of forced to co-write, you know what I mean? Like why those records don't mean anything. Cause you're being like, forced to you're sell, you're you selling are. a product that you don't yeah. believe in yourself. But there's stuff in, in those that like, are, there are, yeah. there are, cool. it's like, it's like a song like inside of you and like John totally. Jared wrote with that dude. But like, I love that song. Oh, I, yeah, one of like, my favorite songs. I love me it. too. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. it's, if, if, if it feels like the heart of John and Jared were in that. Yeah. Then I feel it too because totally. you know John writes all of our songs, mm-hmm. but 
I feel connected to it and I can add my little bit to it or I just just me feeling it. Yeah. But through it all crazy? of us. But then I can like go I can go listen out. to like Unlost and be like completely like touched in a deeper way. And maybe maybe I have more of the backstory of other songs. But I guess I'd like See, Inside that, of is one of my favorite songs. John does a very better. good job at writing songs that feel like he wrote them for me. You yes. know what I mean? Like, and I feel that way as a main fan that every yeah. time I listen, like, but that song's cool. great. But that isn't song. there like that? There was that Tom that Tom Petty quote. I remember you guys tossing around during the making of Black and White about like writing like. I forgot what it was, but it was something about the don't chorus get us to the chorus. Don't chorus get us to the chorus. No, it was something about the, oh, it was something about the idea about like writing these broader like concepts that everybody can feel their don't like chorus. feel their relationship yeah, with that. <laughs> that is, is there yeah. some something yeah. like that? Yeah, no. But then I feel like he has like those moments, but then he also like gets into these very like obscure lyrics that like touch specific people, yeah. which is like I mean, we, we, why the fan base understands their lyrics more yeah, than other yeah. people. We, we were talking about why they're the maybe day, not yeah. as radio friendly or whatever is because they're more obscure, like interesting lyrics that well, when specific write, people get because they've understood the yeah, entire even, catalog. Even like, the, like on whatever, like like flag flowers in the grave, like singing about like a specific name of a creek in Sedona or something it's like yeah it's like very not yeah, traditional but that, writing you know, yeah. but that doesn't have to be a creek in Sedona that's yeah. to someone listening to that that's the creek in Columbus Ohio where yeah. they grew up and they associate yeah. it with that you know what I mean or it's just same or memory. it's a passing lyric that feels real to get to something that like, feels here's the important. thing you guys have um another night on Mars right and that song, I'm not an Arizona boy. I grew up in Boston, like south of Boston. You guys are, when I hear that song, I have like nostalgia through you guys. And you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like. But everybody I, has I, it for their hometown. Everybody right, has right. it for their yeah. friendship and their, like, how they feel. Like, they're aliens sometimes. They have this, this small right. group of friends that understand them, and there's like a deeper thing to it. Which is like what every right, artist like I feel does. I feel know. a meaning, like a connection to that song, and it's, you know, Arizona, very Arizona theme. But like, I took that into my own thing. Yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's, See, that's the uh, that song in particular is the opposite of what the Tom Petty thing. I think we were trying to explain. Totally. Yeah. But Pat understood it right away. But to me, I was like, this is like "We'll Be Again" because "We'll Be" to me always felt like a song to a sing- Max and Halbo yeah. and you mm-hmm. and, and and to just literally our and Gibson and like our close close friends who were there like and singing this lyric in that garage that night and I wasn't even there but I just hear the story and I can I can um visualize it yeah and so I was like oh that's so specific but like that's important to us and that was it brings it to the 8123 thing because you know that that's what it all was and Pat was like no it's a big thing this is a big idea and I was like cool and that's maybe the most important, you know. But how, how beautiful or, is that, though? That like that, that specific thing you're bringing up is like, all right, it's a memory of you guys singing like this random words in a garage, and you're repeating it. Then it becomes a song or whatever, right? But like, it means so much to you. Like, obviously, it's gonna mean something to other people that can hear that. Yeah. It's gonna touch them in a way. If you felt that energy in that room, yeah, it's gonna translate to other people yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Now they're in their room with their best friend singing that song. Yeah. They're in a concert holding their best friend. It's yeah. just a you can. It's interesting that the correlation of the energy that you felt within that room is also translated to the energy that is projected within the crowd. It's crazy. And that's beautiful. That yeah, like yeah. the same energy is created but that's, that's, in a completely different sense, but the that's exact the beauty, same. That's the you know? beauty of music. That's the beauty of creating art. You know what I mean? That you can touch somebody. Like you can sit and bitch and rant and rave on your Facebook about politics or whatever's going on in your life, but it's like pick up a fucking guitar and write something and it makes you feel so good mm-hmm. where you can then make other people feel good because you created something. It's like, I just think we need more love and I think that stems from like somebody going through something and writing a song about it and then, yeah, you feeling that connection to what they felt a connection to and it just makes you feel like a better person because of, you know what I mean? Like, totally. Like, I, I, I feel like I grew up through a, my record collection, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like periods of my life where you go from being pop punk to being screamo to being emo to being whatever we were in 2009 <laughs> to being, you know, it's like you live through Desert all of my memories <laughs> I can associate to songs. Like, a yeah. song comes on a playlist and I, you know, from years ago and I can pinpoint a time and a place where that song came on and like, what else does that? 
Nothing really mm-hmm. does that. You know, music does that. But, but like, music is, like, interesting because I was, uh, Mike Markey, the main booking agent, was, like, asking me, what's your favorite artist or whatever? And I was, like, trying, like, I in my head. I, and I, I had the same, same experience with Craig Aronson, the main A&R guy. He was, like, we were, in his, uh, we were in Craig's car driving to a meeting with the band, and I was with him. And we were driving together. He's like, so what are you listening to? What's your favorite band or whatever? And it's, I think a lot of people want to, like, project this idea of, like, these cool artists they listen to rather than, like, artists that, like, meant something in a specific moment. Like, insane. You, you said that earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's just, insane. like, this this thing where it's, like, oh, you have to, like, you have to listen to the Beatles or you have to listen yeah. to the Rolling Stones or you have to listen to whatever, right? Where it's, like, sometimes it's, like, well, you know what, to be honest with you, when I was, like, 15 years old and I was at the skate park and, like, I was listening to fucking Under Oath and I was 14 listening to The Starting Line and those records meant like every fucking thing to me yeah. at the time and I could just or knock out or all these bands that like yeah. all these obscure bands I thought were giant at the time that were, were smaller than what you <laughs> thought they were yeah. way way smaller than what I thought they were <laughs> yeah but they meant so much to me where it's like to reference that in your head sometimes when you're like asked by like from a, a critical standpoint it's yeah. like they don't have the same um you feel like you gotta be cool about certain things, but it's like music's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I'd rather like yeah, well like a time period in my life. Like my yeah. first concert was Third Eye Blind. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I also at the same time I was listening to Third Eye Blind, I was listening to Insync and Backstreet Boys underneath my bed. Yeah, and well, then I was in, in middle, in middle school. I was like you listening know? to uh, Bad Motivation, who's my friend's band. They were telling me what some of these bands. And I was yeah. like, fucking you know whatever Phoenix TX and. And what's, whatever, what's New Glory and all these bands, but they, they mean something to you for that moment. Can I, what, what's crazy to me, and this is from having Halvo in the band, being an Arizona kid, me being a Boston kid, and being the same age, and then being in a band, it felt like we lived the same life, even though we lived thousands of miles away from it's each other. It's crazy. We yeah. grew up doing the same things, having yeah. the same jokes with our own <laughs> friend groups, listening to the same music at the same time. And I feel like a lot of it is, is music. Like, that's how we realized that we had a lot of, like, similarities growing up, is, like, you listen to that band in freshman year? Like, dude, I thought I was the only person that yeah. listened to that band, you know? And, like, to have that bond with, like, people that live nowhere near me, you know, and be like, we're the same fucking people, you See, know? But it, it that, brings you together. That's... If there is... I mean, there's a, there are great things about the internet, but that is one of the good things, is people can find these connections with people. Yeah. Like, the I mean, only reason we are friends is because of the internet. I mean, right, like, because of the internet. Being in Brazil, you know, you're seeing, it's like, everybody's more the same than, than you think, you know, it, it's like, like, you, on we're, we're so, we're, we're so far away, yeah. and the, the people that are at our shows here, or the people that are at our shows in Charlotte, you know, it's, you know, everybody has the same want to be there, and every, the same and desire, like, and, and, like every, everybody's there for the same, like, purpose, because they're but, going, but, it's, like, but it's beyond, like, just being a fan of you guys, it's yeah. like, their, no, their, yeah. their collective, like, yeah. understanding of the world, and how yeah. similar they are as yeah. people, yeah. it's really beautiful, I, how, yeah. like, there's so much, like, take away the main for a second, and you put all those people in a room together, their similarity, like, it, they're so similar oh, as people. I was this so morning, connect, that's it, so beautiful. This they would was, connect, and they would all be the best friends, and it would be, it would be insane. This morning I was talking to these awesome. three girls out in front of the uh, hotel when we were getting ready to go to the venue. I was talking to them for probably about five minutes. Probably, probably about ten minutes. And uh, we were just talking about them going, like, growing up with you guys, because I was mm-hmm. also talking about the same thing, like, because they were like, oh, it started with them asking, like, how long I've known all of you, and I was like, oh, I've known them for, like, since the beginning, you know, and, like, we grew up, and they were, they brought it back to themselves, like, we grew up with them, and blah, 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 and then I ended up, like, whipping out my phone, and I was, went back to 07, and I'm like, look at all of us back in the day, like, little <laughs> babies, and they're like, oh, my God, you know, and they were telling me about their, like, just, and now they're adults with tattoos, and some of them are pregnant. A girl yesterday at the show was like, I'm, I'm six months pregnant. I'm like, this is crazy, because you're adults now, yeah. and you're still following the same bands, because we made you feel something at some point in your life where you're like, this is special enough to carry. They'll have you guys for the rest of their life. They'll have, people will probably have my music for the rest of their life. They'll be yeah, 80 years right. old, and they'll be like, 
this one song made me feel real good when I was 16 and I've loved it ever since, oh, you know? Yeah, totally. But to hear it from their mouth, like, oh, talking beautiful. to them in person, it's, that's I mean, when that, you really know that it's like, a community, you know? Like, I feel like, and especially with your voice and, it, like, like, you will be able to play shows and people will come for the rest of your life. Right. You know? And, like, that's... Um, incredible it is. you know it's and busy, it's just yeah. like at, at one point you thought that like you know it had to be in arenas or it yeah, didn't matter or like, at one how point how do I get there yeah. instead of focusing on the now I was always focused on the like later on like I'll get there yeah. but let's get there now yeah yeah instead of just like taking it all in in the moment and realizing that this could be something special for not just me in the future like people are eating like it was such a selfish thing to think that way Mm-hmm. Like, because I just didn't think about, like, the fans that actually maybe these songs, like, affected their life in a positive way. And mm-hmm. then here I am going, like, let's make it way different and bigger and blah, 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 and not care about people's feelings. And then, like, to s- now look back and be like, oh, I'd have someone tell me that my song but I think that's saved like, that's their life. Like, that, like, like, when I said before we started our talk with, about the whole breakup thing between us. That's that our breakup. That's yeah. our breakup. The reflection is that it's like yeah. it made me understand it more on a certain level about what was the most important thing, yeah. and also like it most important thing being our friendship, and then the most important thing being our fans. Yeah. Rather than radio and, and fucking and, yeah. big like label contracts and all these things, like it helped me like it helped me make think differently for the main to make like to only think yeah. about that and not get caught up in pleasing and in a certain the thing, way. The funny thing about that, But that's like a huge thing for us to understand, but it's like now, like, the thing is, is, you still have that chance to continue yeah. to develop that thing for yourself, you know? Right. The thing that's funny about that, our, our divorce, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, was that you were 21 at the time? How old were you at the time? No, were I was 23 probably. 23? 20. No. I was no that way. was two thousand nine. I just turned twenty one on that tour. You year uh, old. I was nineteen. So you were you were twenty two maybe. But either way, it doesn't matter. You're say you were twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. It you was twenty one. It was silly of me. You were twenty one. It was silly of me at the time to expect this person who is, like, working with my band, but also working with your band, who is. Seeing your, you guys have never had success before, like big success before when we like went our separate ways, and like you, that's when you started cooking. That's when you were playing big stages on Warp Tour, and like you were getting going. And it was stupid of me to think like that you would have all the time in the world to like, you know what I mean? Like you had a lot in your well, fucking. Well, wasn't about that. My whole no, bringing know, that up was like about the community like the fan base that we've built it's like right that like when we're chasing these like, outside expectations sometimes we fall short versus like just chasing the things that matter the most and like the things that yeah. matter the most to me is like our yeah. friendship and from a career standpoint it wasn't cha- like radio it was chasing yeah this community is chasing what 8123 became and i think without that moment of like that happening, I don't think 8123 would be what it is today. No. And I think it's, like, beautiful that that happened. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it was good. It was a good wake-up call for me to realize, like, all right, like, what is most important to me? Right. Like, do I want to be a manager or do I want to be, like, a guy that can help build a community yeah. and help, help other people build a community? And well, that's that, all that is shifted. Yeah, 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 right. You know? Because that's what I was saying is, like, that you had real success with them first and then Rocket was, like, slowly creeping up behind with, like, stuff like that where... It was like, and that was your first thing. You're figuring it out at the same time. Like you didn't know what the fuck you were. Like, you did, but like you were also just figuring it out. Still you don't were, know. You were a kid. You know, <laughs> we were kids. We were all figuring out. So to like, ex- then expect you to do more than your ability at the time because yeah. we wanted more than what it was. And it's like, oh, but wait, he's also one of us, and he's also figuring it out as we go. And you know, you're also helping create that success. It's like. But I think, like, bottom line is we all got to a place where it's, like, the fact that, like, we're all here in Brazil and can, like, hang out with each other and see, like, a tour that was not supposed to happen happen (laughs) and it's going really well and it's a lot of fun. Like, this is beautiful. And I feel like every day we've literally sat and reflected and we've just... I think every night 
Well, we've been at that fucking venue for two days now. So every night that we've been here, we've finished it in that... Well, I guess tonight we're here. But last night we were finished in the venue. And I feel like every night we've just kind of... Like the last three days, we've just been like getting real like this, you know? And now yeah. it's about time that we press record. But like, it's just... That's how you know when there's special people in your life. You know, you have friends yeah. that you are consider your good friends but you talk to them about different things and maybe you yeah, don't open yeah. up as much and you're not as well, well I know, we all saw stuff together that yeah we've, yeah. we've well, been yeah, through some there, shit there's yeah. a difference like you know we yeah. were just on tour for a month with bands that we're good friends with and stuff but like didn't have an hour conversation about something about life yeah. and growth and with, moving with, on with anyone or, or a key yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is why this conversation is three hours like I asked you before yeah. when you asked me to do the podcast and you were like I was like so typically how long do you guys go you're like maybe an hour mm-hmm. and here we are three hours in why do you think that is yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> why do you think that is because it's I, th- I think it's because because this is true love right yeah. here I think because you know? they're, they're there's something different, like, this is what, this is 8123, you know, like, 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 definition, yeah, like, the, this is what it is, you know, it's, it's, like, beyond the shows, it's beyond, yeah, because if you take out, it's, if you, like, look at the story that we just told, and all the little, like, little things that made up all of our individual stories,
But as the way that it is, Nick was the first one to well, actually make it a one. thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. funny because I'm a Boston kid that had no affiliation with the original yeah. meeting yeah. of 81. Well, good. I, I didn't fucking know. Well, I think the, the, fans, the, fan, than that. the yeah. fans, the yeah. fans took that's, over. Like, that's the fans the took over the That's the perfect yeah. thing right there that, like you just said, one of the founding fathers of the 8123, like what it is now. Like, I had no original affiliation with what you guys had as a friend group with your 8123 in the parking lot and all of that. But you've welcomed me into the family to the point where, like, it's that's exactly what it is. You know, it's a fucking family. And it doesn't matter that I didn't spend those years in the parking lot drinking beers or whatever you guys were doing. Like, they were smoking it's cigarettes. More, it's, no, we were yeah. not. Prime time cigars. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just, it proves exactly what you guys are trying to accomplish with it is that it's more than that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's but I think, but it's like, that. it's allowing the fans to have their voice within that, that yeah. they made it louder than it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that. that's the reality of it. Yeah. They, they've made it more than us, you yeah. know? And I think it's it's our job to like live up to the expectations and of it and can, also push and continue the, it in different like yeah. facets for it to be an ever evolving thing that, it'd be yeah. nice to pass it off one day to be honest with you I'm yeah. serious like pass it off to the community that helped build it like it'd yeah. be, it's a, mm-hmm. like the goal is to keep giving them more and more mm-hmm. alright we did three hours buddies <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys love you all love very you much. much love you <laughs> all crazy <laughs> So, out of the rapid fire thing, what is that? Yeah, what were you All right, we're going to do it real quick. 